ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Ireland, Australia, and Korea, and the states of Massachusetts, California, and New Jersey, and to all of you for pushing us over our previous high of 105,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is... Discover your creativity. You can reconnect with your higher self by discovering what form of creativity gives you joy. Explore writing, dance, music, and art. Create just for your own pleasure, self-expression, and self-discovery. If you are concerned to about people criticizing you, keep your creative explorations to yourself. Too many of us were told we have no creative talent or were judged and even laughed at by our teachers or family members. No one should feel ashamed about their creative abilities. It's our connection to the deepest parts of ourselves, which is why art, music, dance, and writing therapy are so effective in helping us heal. The power of the arts to heal mentally and emotionally is well known. Now we are documenting how creativity also helps us heal physically. It helps us release stress, make new connections in our brains, even helping people with Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and more. The arts allow us to express emotions and ideas that we can't get to through our logical mind. They allow us to discover and express hidden parts of our ourselves, parts we buried years ago because they didn't necessarily fit with what was acceptable to our family. Through creative expression, we can rediscover these lost parts of our authentic selves. The purpose is not to sell our artwork or make great music. The purpose is merely to express ourselves and give a voice to what is buried within ourselves and wants to be seen and heard. We do it for our Ourselves. We write, dance, sing, paint, or play an instrument merely to give ourselves an outlet for fun, letting go.
go of pent-up emotions, releasing stress, discovering more about ourselves, or to heal ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and or spiritually. Creativity brings us closer to the creator, and that's always a good thing. My next workshop is the Amom Awakening, bringing your divine feminine and divine masculine together as one. The divine feminine and divine masculine archetypal energies that we all have, whether we are male or female, our divine feminine expresses qualities like kindness, wisdom, nurturing, intuition, and healing, whereas our divine masculine expresses qualities like logic, action, firmness, adventurousness, and loyalty. Bringing these energies together in balance allows us to become our best self. This is so important, especially now, because when the archetypal energies are out of balance, we have bullying, aggression, abuse, and war. When the energies are in balance, we can solve problems in respectful, peaceful, and loving ways. This new guided meditation will help you release fear and be at peace. Be among the first to receive the the blessings of this meditation. Join us, relax, and experience wholeness. The Amom Awakening will bring you the union of your divine feminine and divine masculine. Less fear and more peace without struggle and pain. Increased intuition, more healing within your body, greater self-empowerment, easier manifestation, and increased connection to the divine. Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to learn more and to register. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop or another one in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and to act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today is Rayla Meyerstein, who will talk about how spirituality can help you gain strength to cope with serious illness. Many of you have asked how Mara Lee McLean's daughter is doing. As my regular listeners know, Mara Lee was our guest on January 31st and has been working on getting courtroom change for sexually abused children like her daughter who are given custody to the abuser instead of their mothers. Her daughter is now an adult and on a path to healing. As you can imagine, it takes time. She does, however, have her spiritual 
spiritual beliefs which help her get through the pain. Marilee and I have stayed in communication. She told me her daughter is very spiritual and very strong. And last week, Marilee wrote this to me. My daughter from the age of two would say to me, Mommy, I knew you were going to be my mommy. I picked you out from up on a cloud. And recently she told me, we were chosen for this journey and look at who we have become. All those years we were apart, I was with you. I saw everything you were doing and feeling. We were chosen for this journey. And I received this email from Carol after our show last week with Joe McQuillan, who talked about communicating with his beloved son on the other side. Joe's experiences and relationship with his son were riveting. Thank you for giving me and others hope in the reality that the loss of our loved ones does not mean that our communication with them is over. And Lois wrote something very similar. She said, I love the feeling of hope you gave us. Hope is so very important. Not only was Joe very helpful in providing convincing evidence that his communications with his son are real, but he also provided helpful ideas on how all of us can communicate with our loved ones on the other side. He has a set procedure that he uses three or four times a week. He sits in Chris's old bedroom, which is now Joe's home office. He lights a candle, holds a crystal, and meditates between 3 and 4 a.m. Then he writes what Chris is telling him. The words Chris uses and the information he knows have convinced Joe that his communication is truly coming from Chris. The bond between father and son has grown as has Joe's faith and understanding of the other side. I want to add an additional piece of information for those who want to contact their loved ones who have transitioned. In our first show of the year, Dwan Washington shared this information from his mother, the prophet Shia Kanari, who is on the other side. She said, this year, more than ever, our guides and angels and loved ones want to have a stronger connection with us and help create solutions for us, our our lives and the world. To facilitate this connection, just before going to sleep, imagine yourself surrounded in three layers of light, white, gold, and green. Bring your thoughts to love and imagine and visualize or just know you are in a place called the Garden of Love that's between here and heaven. It's a place where you can meet with your loved ones who are on the other side. Tell them what you want to know, what information you need, or just ask them for whatever they have to share that will be helpful to you and or to the world. Allow yourself to receive creative solutions that will heal the planet, you and your life. To listen to last week's show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page for more on After Death Communication, please begin by listening to these shows, December 10, 2015 with Mark Ireland, Proof of the Afterlife, October 1, 2015 with Jane Katra, After Death Communication, and April 7, 2016 with Matthew McKay, From Skeptic 
to Believer, Talking with the Dead. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. I wrote this story in December 1998, and only when I was looking through my notebooks this week did I realize that it was about me. I called it hyptophagia. When John came into my office complaining of a hip problem, we had no idea that it would be so difficult to diagnose and or be such a tough disease to treat. It really sent all of us on a long journey, one that has included much research and much consultation. Uh, But at last, at long last, we know what the problem is and we have an inkling as to what to do about it. Pain in the hip joint, excruciating pain, so bad that sometimes he can't walk. Other times he seems fine, yet it's incapacitating. The uncertainty of it all is as bad, as traumatic as the pain or the reduced locomotion. We checked everything with no physical symptoms that could be diagnosed. So painkillers were all that we could prescribe. Then one day, John was talking about a problem he was experiencing with a very difficult relative. He felt trapped, accused, misunderstood, and persecuted. And then came the telltale words, the key to unlocking the door to his dysfunction. I feel like I don't have a leg to stand on. I didn't get it at first. It was only when I was reviewing my day and trying to fall asleep that the flash of understanding of deep knowing came. His hyptophagia was caused by the abuse, and it kept him from feeling connected to his hip, the part of the body that's needed to know our connection between top and bottom parts of our body, the part needed to be whole to know our mind and our heart and to move forward in the world with confidence and a strong stride. Now that we knew the source of the problem, the solution was easy. My life story has changed since I wrote this piece, and a few of the details are incorrect, but the general idea is accurate. It has been a long journey, and the pain is virtually gone now. Only in the last couple of weeks is my hip finally coming into alignment, making it possible for my scoliosis to correct. Stumbling upon this story 20 years after I wrote it and while I'm healing my hip is a profound sign of the power of writing to move us toward health even when we don't realize the full import of what we are writing. Using spiritual tools for healing emotionally, mentally, and physically like communication with my guides and angels, prayer, color, tone, meditation, affirmations, painting, dancing, writing, Reiki, acupuncture, massage, essential oils, crystals, and more are helping me heal what Western medicine could not. Our guest today is Rayla Meyerstein, understands the power of spirituality in the healing process. She was named a leading mental health professional in 2001 by Baltimore Magazine. She has helped families, couples, and individuals for over 40 years, often focusing on serious illness, 
spirituality and healthy coping. She has trained hundreds of professionals, taught family therapy to college and graduate students, and published over 30 articles. She co-founded the Baltimore Jewish Healing Network and with Rabbi Gila Ruskin co-led spiritual groups for those with serious illness. She wrote Bridge to Healing for Patients, Family, Caregivers, and Health Professionals. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read about and register for my new workshop, The Amom Awakening, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what in your life do you want to heal? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Israela Meyerstein, who will talk about how spirituality can help you gain strength to cope with serious illness. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 
346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a contribution, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down what you want to heal in your life. I'm so pleased to welcome Israela Meyerstein, who is here to talk with us about how spirituality can help you gain strength to cope with serious illness. Israela, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And just um, to let our audience know that we met through our children who are in a friendship group. So that um, was kind of a fun connection to discover um, what we had in common. So it's extra special to have um, you on the show today. And you wrote this wonderful book, Bridge to Healing, Finding Strength to Cope with Illness. And it came out of your own experience. Could you talk with us a little bit about your experience with illness, serious, life-threatening illness? Well, after some what seemed like mild symptoms, uh, I went to my gynecologist and uh, between some uh, blood work and a biopsy, in a very short time, I suddenly was, was encountered a sudden diagnosis of serious illness and uh, cancer. Um, I had to have emergency surgery, and it felt like my, I had been completely detoured off my life path, and I experienced a lot of frightening emotions fear, anxiety, questions, will I die, will I recover, how will this affect me, who will I still be, Uh, it was very isolating, confusing, and I desperately needed a way to cope with all of this. I had trust in my doctor, but I was very wary of having emergency surgery with two surgeons performing it immediately. So you could say I felt pretty frightened and overwhelmed with a variety of challenges. Well, your life changed in seconds, and you didn't have even time to process or really make decisions. The decisions were made for you. Yes, which is the opposite of what I always thought would happen if I had to have a, if I had a recommendation of surgery, I would go for consultations and check it out, but when the doctor I trusted said, we have to do this immediately, I took it very seriously and um, went ahead. So trust is an important word and and faith in um, running throughout your book. Um, Talk to us about even the title, Bridge to Healing, Finding Strength to Cope with Illness. illness. Why the um, bridge analogy or metaphor? Well, um, it's interesting, but uh, 
the idea of a bridge I was familiar with uh, was from a saying. Um, a man named Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, a sage, uh, has a very famous uh, saying, and it's a person walks in life on a very narrow bridge. The most important thing is not to succumb to fear and despair. So um, I think that's an accurate description of our life in this world. Um, sometimes we feel more sturdy on the bridge and other times less so. A lot of times the bridge is over some troubling waters, as in the famous song. And uh, you often need a map to get across the bridge, if we think about life. So um, that was why I picked the title, to talk about uh, my journey across the bridge to find the tools that I could use that could benefit me to get me from where I was, a place, a very narrow place of fear and illness, to hopefully a place of healing at the other side. Um, how beautiful. And, and your book is written so beautifully. And I know you come from a Jewish tradition and, um, and a strong faith. And, and that has um, helped you through this. And yet this book is really for anyone and everyone, even though um, your personal beliefs are uh, in the Jewish faith. That's absolutely true. So first of all, it's really for anybody of a, a Jewish, um, Christian, Muslim faith could find some things of similarity in here. Many people say they're not really religious, and you don't have to be religious to use practical coping tools. Um, pe- many people say they're not religious, but they're spiritual. And the book is full of spiritual coping tools uh, because I think everybody, spirituality is about finding a way to explain the universe. And so even people who don't consider themselves uh, religious or spiritual could find some benefit here because I talk about um, alternative and complementary medicine. I talk a lot about creativity, uh, using tools like music, uh, journaling, art, uh, finding creativity through nature, um, even things like music, poetry, uh, inspirational wisdom. I have a bunch of little pieces of paper on my wall that are sayings that inspire me on a daily basis, and I look to them for inspiration. And I think I began putting them up during my illness. I even have a picture of the ocean waves meeting the shore because I find that a very... A soothing image, and um, so it could be something visual, uh, auditory, musical, or tactile or physical, whatever for the individual can create a sense of inner strength and, um, and uh, coping. And I love um, the perspective that you take because it's you are not um, solely the patient in a passive way. You really took an active role in your own healing um, and and didn't just leave it to the doctors. Um, you became um, 
part of what you called, um, you know, the, the I forget your exact words, but you said that it was you, the doctor, <clears throat> and God who were part of the healing um, triad. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, and I love that awareness that we have a role in our own healing. We're not just victims. Absolutely. Um, I think that was the biggest discovery. That's the biggest first step is to realize that the healing is bigger than just cure of an illness or if it managing an illness. It has to do with transforming oneself. And I learned through a prior smaller illness experience that uh, the patient really has to take uh, charge of themselves and um, it's, their, it, it's the patient's body. So while we go to medical doctors and alternative doctors for expertise in their field, the patient really has to check in very much with themselves, their heart, their spirit, because at some level we often know when something doesn't feel right for our spirit. And at those times it's important to question. It's important to think a lot about it. It's important to try other sources um, and so for me, the idea of developing one's agency, uh, I call it agency, uh, to be in charge of yourself, to check in with your inner spirit, and to learn to become your own advocate in the medical system. Um, and one of the things that really helped me with that at the beginning is the, the doctor that I ultimately chose after meeting with several to um, help me through my cancer journey. He, first of all, I could tell he cared about me. And the second thing is he said to me, remember, you are an individual, not a statistic. It could be very frightening to read up the statistics about one's illness. In my case, they told me it was one in 300,000. They told me there were no case histories. They told me there were no treatment protocols. That was pretty terrifying. But when my doctor said, you are an individual, not a statistic, it made me realize I'm a person and I needed to really use myself in this, and that helped strengthen me. And I even, in certain situations during treatment, which is itself an overwhelming challenge, the medical treatment system, I consider it like a labyrinth when you first get in it. There's so many challenges that patients are not trained to do. And so um, the, there, there were situations where I thought something didn't feel right, and so I spoke up. Uh, some of the treatments didn't seem like they were done well, and I spoke up. So when I stopped being such a patient patient, and I learned to sort of take responsibility for myself and speak up when it was necessary, and that gave me a sense of greater control over what was happening. Um, and, and that's so powerful, um, what you're saying, because so many of us think of the of, of the medical profession and our doctors as knowing everything and having to defer to what they say. Um, but that isn't always the case. Sometimes we know best, sometimes they know best, and sometimes it's a conversation to work out um, together what's best. Yes. And um, it's interesting that you mentioned the conversation because it's important to be, I believe it's important to be going to a doctor who you feel you can talk with and to. 
And um, I did feel that with my uh, the initial doctor that both who uh, diagnosed me as well as the person I went to for treatment because the the important thing that a patient needs to feel to feel encouraged and hopeful is that the doctor really cares about them. So that was really important to me. I also took comfort. I I um, took comfort in a saying by a very famous person named Viktor Frankl. He was a survivor of concentration camps, and he later developed a school of psychotherapy. And he said this very important uh, message. He said, between a stimulus and a response, there's a space. And in the space lies our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and freedom. So uh, when, wherever we can uh, make a decision that is, takes into account the information we're given, the checking in with our own spirit, and the, taking the time to figure out a path, I think we're in a stronger position. Oh, I agree 100% because I think it's the sense of helplessness that can um, send us into a downward spiral uh, when you were talking about that narrow bridge and, and could lead to despair. But when we know that we have a say in our own lives and in our own healing, it makes a difference. It puts us in the equation. We're part of that triad of doctor, God, and patient, um, and and that we are a vital part of that, not just somebody who is being worked on. Right. We are actually the center because it's our body that has to heal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I wouldn't say it's, on, it's, it's not only that attitude, which is very, very important, but it's also collecting and amassing some tools, some practical spiritual tools that can feel like, I wouldn't say they're weapons, but they're like what equip us. The tools equip us to cope in a very practical way. And the tools can come from a, a huge range of arenas. They can be um, spiritual tools as in religion. There are so many prayers whose language and um, structure create a sense of comfort. You can even write your own prayers uh, that uh, come straight from your heart that give you a sense of um, hope. Uh, There are psalms, uh, there are readings, there are stories, there are many things. There are inspirational quotes. I often, when I find an inspirational quote, uh, for example, right at the beginning of my illness, I put together a little journal book that I was going to use every time I went to some treatment, and I just write down my feelings, get them in, on paper, and get them out of my body. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the top of the book, I wrote, I took a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt, which said, go forward in the direction of your dreams. That was a very uplifting quote for me. And then I began writing. Journaling is a really important thing that actually is by, backed up by some uh, physio- physiological research that it helps patients to journal about things, especially upsetting things, because it gets the feelings out of their body rumbling around inside of them. It puts them on paper. It recognizes them by putting them on paper, but then the person can feel they've been stated, they've been heard, and move on. So uh, writing helped me. um, Friends of mine, I appointed a friend of mine to be my humor coach, and she would send me jokes to lift my spirit. 
I, I, I love gardening and I spend time in nature. That helped my spirit. I also, um, if I was angry about something, I found that weeding furiously really helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I listened to music that I cared about. Uh, I had a whole toolbox that I carried around with me that um, helped me cope. And you give um, a list of those kinds of things because my toolbox is different, but we all need one. We need to discover, if we don't already know, to discover what the things are that are healing for us, that bring us joy, bring us hope, um, that allow us to release the anger the um, negative emotions, the thoughts that hurt us through journaling, gardening, and and other methods. And um, that's one of the things that I love about your book is that you have uh, um, a list of tools to help people think about what it is that they can use. When we come back after um, our break, I want to talk more about... um, this and also for you to tell us about what you call maps and how that was helpful to you and can help others. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in the space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down what spiritual tools are you going to use to help you gain strength and healing. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Israela Meyerstein, who will talk more with us about spirituality um, to gain strength and coping with serious illness. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. 
Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr paula at drpaulajoyce.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what spiritual tools you're going to use to help yourself gain strength and healing. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangels Raphael and Crystal can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Israela Meyer-Stein who will talk more with us about how spirituality can help you gain strength to cope with serious illness. Um, uh, Israela, talk with us a, a little bit about MAPS and how that helped you and can help others. Okay, thank you. Um, so actually, the, the metaphor that I found myself reflecting on when I first was diagnosed, that I was walking on a path, on my normal life path, and suddenly had a huge detour, and that I felt that I had entered suddenly a wilderness, and I didn't know how to proceed, a wilderness being how do you recover, cope with, manage the medical system, in in the medical system. So I, uh, I, and I felt I was in this wilderness without a map or a GPS, so I developed a, a MAPS formula. M stands for meaning. You're not to blame for your illness, but you are responsible for your health. Is there anything you can learn from your illness? Uh, do you, can you understand yourself better, or can you find some new meaning in life? That's M. A represents personal agency, and I think we've talked some about that, the important thing being checking with your inner spirit and becoming your own advocate. P stands for practical coping tools and practices, and I use them ranging from alternative and complementary medicines such as acupuncture, homeopathy, massage, yoga. Um, Humor is important, and we know that laughing is good for us. Journaling, meditation and visualization. I mentioned nature, poetry, prayer, psalms and sayings, stories. All of these are useful, and you probably can write your own I know one woman said it helps her to cry when she's in the shower. Somebody else said knitting or 
uh, something else like that. So everybody needs to find their own practical tools that work for them to relieve stress. And the last one is very important. S stands for spiritual connections because I believe it takes a village uh, to deal with illness. And uh, in every religion or even spiritual practice, there are community traditions. Support groups can be important. Uh, Gratitude practices. In my tradition, they say that visiting the sick or being with people when you're sick can reduce one-sixtieth of the illness. Friends can, ha- can be part of a support group. They can bring you meals. One of my friends organized a meal-serving corps that was wonderful on the day of my treatment. So that's the MAPS formula, and that really is... Uh, I, I wrote that after my illness. I sort of looked back on my illness and tried to put into words what it is that got me through. Those are all really powerful, and... You know, even any one of those alone, um, but all of them together really are a a beautiful map for how we can move forward in life, really. It's it's not just in illness, truly. It's we all need all of these things in life whenever something happens. Um, So it's, it's a beautiful formula. And I thank you for um for all that that you are bringing to us tell tell me uh, about um uh as we were talking at break you you were saying um what uh, the importance of what you learned as a result of your illness talk with us a little bit about that please sure well i think this is the the, the most important takeaway for me I learned that recovery, recovering, just recovering is not the same as healing. Healing has to do with feeling more whole, developing your inner spirit. And actually, even in cases where a person can't recover, where they have to manage with something going along, forward, or they, it is, it, they're not able to recover, sometimes if one can resolve relationships and issues in life, they can actually find a kind of healing. Um, What did I learn? I learned to listen to my inner spirit more for guidance. I learned to accept and receive help. I'm a a helper in life. That's my profession, but I learned to receive help. That was not simple. I learned the importance of rest and self-care. I I decided to stop working part-time. We're not working at all for a little while just to give my body a chance to rest and repair. I also gained appreciation for my patients that I work with about how bumpy and slow the healing process is, that um, it made me an even more sensitive person to their struggles. So I'd like to uh, leave a main message to people about uh, my, my journey. I hope that people will be inspired to explore spirituality as a resource during their illness. And it doesn't have to be religious tools. It could be practical spiritual tools. I think spirituality is, it can be helpful because it has messages of hope and comfort that can create inner peace and tranquility. It can also be a resource to gain self-understanding and more, self, and more compassion for oneself. I think spirituality can include community support that strengthens a patient to not feel so alone. That's one of the hardest parts. 
we all know that burden becomes lighter when it's shared. So don't go it alone and learn to accept help. Honor your spirit and practice stress management through practical spiritual coping tools. Be willing to be flexible and try new behaviors. You might need to talk to yourself differently, like I can instead of I can't, or I'll try it instead of I'm afraid. So it's important to change the story you tell yourself. If you see that you're growing, tell yourself you're growing. Cultivate gratitude. Uh, a great uh, sage, Jewish sage said, uh, greatness is found in expressing gratitude. Say, the words are even related. Of course, also, you have to learn to accept what the universe presents so that it's not just output, but it's recognizing that our place in the universe. And lastly, I'd suggest you read Bridge to Healing because I think it would be a very useful guidebook during an illness experience, either a personal one or a family member, or if you're a healthcare professional and are helping people, I think it will give you some tools to help during the illness experience. Um, And and I agree. Uh, You know, when you come from so many different perspectives, because you do come from the perspective of a professional counselor and I would say healer because um, uh, healing the the mind and the emotions is essential, I think, in, in healing the body. And I love the distinction that you make in, in terms, and, and also come from the perspective of a patient. So when you put those together, you have a powerful understanding from, so to speak, both sides um, of, of the table. And that gives you a, a unique perspective that helped you through this and can help others as well. Thank you. And the other thing that I wanted to emphasize was what you said about sometimes we can heal and sometimes um, that includes cure, but doesn't always include curing. But healing is possible even if curing is not and healing is the goal curing is also wonderful but if we can only have healing that's a win that's a victory and I I think that's an important perspective go ahead I can give an example in my family um, I know that as my father uh, got older and he uh, had progressive cardiac illness. After my mother died, he took to writing poetry. He had never written poetry before. He was a physician. And he wrote, wound up writing seven books of English and Hebrew poetry. And through the poetry, he purged lo- lifelong traumas of um, childhood, loss of home, loss of family, loss of country, loss of a child. And he became, seemed younger in age, even though his body was slowly deteriorating. So um, that was a wonderful example to me, uh, not only that people can find healing in the absence of cure, but as an example of how poetry, as a create, it, it gave me the idea that maybe the, the creative expression would be my root also when I faced a big crisis. 
that's a beautiful place for us to end. What a wonderful story um, to end uh, this portion of the show and, and then a wonderful experience to have had you on the show and for you to share your wisdom and experience and knowledge. Um, and I encourage everyone to purchase Bridge to Healing by Israela Meyerstein. Um, thank you so much, Israela, and I wish you all the best. Thank you, Paula. It's been my privilege to be with you. Thank you. And I also encourage you to visit Israela on Stein at, uh, I'm sorry, online at Bridge to Healing, bridge-to-healing.com. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, the um, Om Awakening. Um and read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Raphael and Archangel Crystal, who are healers. Archangel Raphael helps with physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. And Archangel Crystal is a specialist over healing the physical body. Ask for their help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to use your own words or say something like, Archangel Raphael, I give you permission and a positive way only to help me feel heal physically, mentally, and emotionally from my heart attack or from the transitioning of my father or whatever you need. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that they are helping you because they are. Please join us next Thursday right here when Alina Manis will talk about the ability of animals to communicate with humans even in the afterlife. And March 14th when Lee McCormick will talk about reconnecting with your heart to become whole. And March 21st when Melinda Kelly will talk with us about finding the right coach for you. I want to hear what's on your heart and mind, so please keep sending me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you, and have a beautiful week. <music> 
you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.